Time for the Friday edition of Hancock and Kelly. You two belong together. John Hancock, Michael Kelly. Sponsored by Insperity. HR that makes a difference. On News Radio 1120, KMOX. Well, you heard it right there from Stuart McMillan in the news. Just uh, what seems to be too regular of an occurrence uh, in St. Louis. Two St. Louis police officers were hit by gunfire and are critically injured and in hospitals right now as they uh, responded to uh, a car that had been used, uh, had been stolen uh, in the Soulard area, John Hancock, and um, wound up pursuing that suspect. That suspect got out, shot them both in the torso. Uh, the police officers returned fire, eventually got the suspect in the ankle. Uh, all three of them are in the hospital right now, and here we go again with more police shootings. Yeah, uh, you hate to see it, and you, here you've got officers who are pursuing a suspect, which is a good thing, and they fall in the line of duty, and they're they're hospitalized. Uh, we're joining us right now is Jane Duker. Uh, she is a represents police officers and staff of the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department. She also works with the Police Officers Association and the Fraternal Order of Police in St. Louis City and County. Jane, welcome to KMOX. How are you this morning? Good. Thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. So walk us through what exactly happened with these officers. Um, I mean, Michael summarized it pretty well. Um, They were pursuing a truck that that had been involved in a robbery and stolen vehicle, and um, the perpetrator got out of the car and, and shot at police, and they were able to get uh, gunfire out, off to um, mildly injure the uh, suspect. And, Jane, and, these two officers right now sit in different hospitals in St. Louis. Uh, mm-hmm. The news reported that they're critical but stable. Uh, any further developments that you can share with us? No, that's, I mean, that's about right. Um, yeah, they were both shot in the torso, which, you know, is always um, a dangerous thing. And um so, yeah, everybody's praying for them and uh, want a speedy recovery. We had one more experienced officer with a, uh, I believe, eight years of experience and then one only or maybe even more. And then one with only two years of experience. So, um, you know, we just hope for a speedy recovery. But, it, you know, it's um, it's rough out there. And um, I, you know, the the chief who uh, the police officers are cautiously optimistic. Um, he's experienced. He has the right credentials. But I think that he, you know, may have had a misstep last night in the press conference where he said, you know, let's not turn this into a St. Louis issue. This is happening everywhere. And um, one, I think that downplays what's actually happening here. And it's happening here at a much higher level. And um, I think that, you know, this city makes a choice every day to not address crime. We're not policing and we're not prosecuting. Jane, these are two and officers that they were struck last night. It, it you know, mm-hmm. gr- you know, just a short 10 years ago, it seems like we had a cop shooting potentially once a year. Uh, this seems to be oh, yeah. a regular occurrence. Uh, I can't even uh, think of all the shootings that we've had just in the last six months. Yeah, it's, it's really frustrating. I mean, just yesterday, there was a double homicide down in South St. Louis. So people are getting shot during day during the day at, you know, ATMs right there at Hampton and Chippewa. I mean, these are places where people don't normally expect to have violent crime. And this idea that we're just going to ignore it is, I mean, we're we're seeing that. Um, When you have someone who, you know, shoots at police and gets to go home that evening, um, it sends the wrong message. 
um, as to what we're dealing with here. And so, I, you know, I think I think political leaders in the city are making a choice every day to not do what needs to be done to make people safe in the city of St. Louis, not only the residents of the city, but the people who visit the city every day or want to visit the city every day, but don't feel safe. I mean, I, you know, we can gloss over it, but let's face it, people in the surrounding areas of the city are nervous about going to the city. Well, there's no question about it, and myself included. You know, you, you see things like this. This was a robbery suspect, and the police are pursuing the robbery suspect. Well, I'll tell you, Jane, mm-hmm. one of the concerns that I have, it, we've got such a culture now of lawlessness in this community. Yes. And, yeah. and the police officers understand that a lot of these people are not going to get prosecuted at the end of the day. They've seen it. They've lived it. They, they know it. And here they're called upon to put their lives in jeopardy by pursuing a robbery suspect who, in some likelihood, is never going to see the, the inside of a prison cell. And at what, point, at what point do the officers get so exasperated that responding to those kind of calls, you know, is maybe not their highest priority? I, I do worry about that. Is that something that's a legitimate concern? Well, I mean, obviously, you know, police officers want to help and they, you know, they don't go into this profession because it's safe or because it's easy. And when they're prevented from doing what they feel is necessary to keep citizens and themselves safe. Yes, it's very frustrating. Morale is at an all time low in the department. There's just no there's no way around it. And, um, you know, the. You make it harder each day for them to say that people actually care about what they're doing. And, you know, citizens are great and the citizens support police. They do. And um, but it is frustrating when the administration um, doesn't. And, you know, there are just signs of that every day. And never once does anybody get up and say, you know, where's the mayor saying this is wrong. We, we do not shoot at our police officers. Well, you typically know, in the past when there's a police shooting, we see the mayors show up at the hospitals. Uh, maybe Absolutely. the mayor was there last night. I'm not sure. You know, Jane, one of, the, of. one of the things that also seems to be problematic is, you know, lots of people who are listening to KMOX right now don't live in the city of St. Louis. Um, and in the past, they've probably chalked this up to, hey, that's all in the city. It's crazy down there. I'll just go to the ball game. But with this... Um, blatant decision to really relax policing in the city uh, and then certainly not prosecute bad actors, crime's not sitting still. We're starting to see it push into the other communities, aren't we? Absolutely. And here's also the frustration from a regional perspective is the failure to police and prosecute in the city is actually straining all of the surrounding jurisdictions, police departments, because they have to pick up the slack. And um, you know, the mayor has said many times, and I agree with her on this, that crime doesn't stop at the border. Now, if the city doesn't want to police and prosecute, you know, if you could put up a wall and prevent that from, you know, um, seeping out into everywhere else, that would be one thing. But that's not the case. And it's negatively impacting the entire region. St. Louis is supposed to be the economic engine of the state. And um, crime is inhibiting that. And that's why you see the state legislature wanting to get involved, because not only do they want to save human beings, um, you know, the thousand people who have been shot and killed in the last five years, 
Um, but they also believe that from an economic standpoint, this is turning into a statewide issue. Jane Duker is our guest. She represents the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department and does a lot of work in the county with the Fraternal Order of Police as well. The numbers uh, of police officers, we've been down from our census for a number of years now. How short-staffed are we in the St. Louis Police Department? I mean, you know, the numbers shift, um, but, you know, there were 1,300 officers um, on St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department when um, the city got local control 10 years ago. Now, granted, population has decreased, but but crime isn't. I mean, you know, when you look at the the number of murders per 100,000 people, we are we are like near the top, if not hot top in the United States. So right now, um, you know, they've got about 450 officers for patrolling um, in the 23 budget. Uh, patrol was cut $10 million. Wow. So that's devastating and wow. it's difficult. And so, you know, you have six police di- districts. You're lucky if you get four or five police officers in the district uh, for any eight hour shift. And that just isn't, it isn't safe. It's not safe for the officers and it's not safe for citizens. And so we have a problem. There's not a lot of recruiting going on. Last year, uh, almost 200 officers left. Year before it was 180. Um, they probably got in two years maybe 80 replacements. So I mean, you know, you're looking at 300 that have left in the last two years. Hmm. So we have Mount Exodus, which is a uh, which is at the police department. You know, it's a it's a 12 foot wide, eight foot high pile of uniforms of the, all the officers that have left, and it's discouraging. And look. It's not like there's not staffing problems all over, but but this is at a much higher level. And it's a money issue. It's a culture issue, um, you know, and those those need to be fixed. And, and what's frustrating is those things are fixable. They're fixable, but you have a political, you know, group of people who don't want it fixed. And there's no other way to say it. I don't know. You can't sugarcoat it. You have to say that, you know, we've been waiting for more than two years to get a collective bargaining agreement with the city of St. Louis. Well, it is disconcerting to hear uh, about what's going on, the staff shortages, the Mm -hmm. the police officers shot again, crime continuing to run rampant. Jane Duker, thanks so much for your time this morning and uh, for sharing your insight about what's happening in the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department. When we come back, we're going to talk about... (laughs) Marijuana dispensaries opening up across the state today. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Michael Kelly and John Hancock will break down the dope when we return on Camel X.